Hello and welcome to the podcast, The Lotus Eaters, for a day. Anyway, I'm joined by Carl and Lewis. Hello. Is it really that hard to figure out that it's Tuesday the 5th of October? I've just always been confused <laughs> as to who needs that. Like, who, I can't, it, like... I'm not saying anyone needs it. <laughs> but I'm I not just... saying they set their calendars by, oh, what day? Oh, God, thank God it's the 5th. Oh, I don't know what day it is. <laughs> it just, Do I have work? It feels more professional, <laughs> that's all. Crack over the Lotus Eaters. Oh, God, I'm missing from work. <laughs> I, today. I don't want to give people heart attacks. I want them to have another hour in bed, maybe. So, <laughs> anyway. While they lose their job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you know, live a better life than, well, not really. You go, can't pay your rent. But, well, yeah, exactly. Well, you had uh, better nightlife. That's, that's all. Um, anyway, today we're going to be talking about Lawrence Fox getting raided, uh, AI mimetic warfare being here, and uh, why do women go for bad boys? Which is an interesting one. I feel like you're you're bragging or something. Like me, I've got a new girlfriend. <laughs> you no, know I got oh, right. her. <laughs> All I'm saying is, has Ava been in Lawrence Fox's DMs? Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, I didn't really realize. We were I, the same uh, I don't know. <laughs> you know. I'm not saying she has. I'm saying I want answers. <laughs> Uh, uh, I'm not going to say what I'm thinking. All right, so uh, I got a couple of announcements, apparently. So first announcement is, uh, here's a picture of Dan. Uh, not Photoshopped, completely legit. Anyway, same as always, which is, well, not always, the last few days. It's Dan's birthday on Friday, and he is inviting Gold Team members to share with him and us uh, favorite things about Dan. So if you, if you like Dan and uh, certain things about Dan, maybe his knees. Maybe you want to talk about his knees. I don't know. You, you can put a submission in if you're a Gold Tier. And then he'll he'll look at it, and uh, yeah, there we go. That that that's do that anyway. <laughs> tomorrow, <laughs> I don't know how to end things sometimes. All right, anyway. So another announcement. You don't have to introduce them either. No, that's that's also true. God, I don't know how to do segments now. Anyway, the, the next announcement is Lads Hour, which uh, we will be having fun on. So yes. come and check out. Which uh, forty eight hours you get to be somebody. Um, Who would you be? Well, we're going to ask that question, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. And um, we were chatting beforehand. I didn't realize. Apparently, it has to be someone alive. Yes. We'll probably do a historical one as well. Bit of a dampener. Then we can do a historical one too. Okay. So we'll, we'll do another two. It's a two-parter. Come and hang out. Anyway, that's, that's where we just sit around and have fun. So if you like sitting around and having fun, <laughs> uh, where we will talk about... Um... There's also going to be cheese, apparently, John says. Um, but I love the idea that some people are like, you know, no, I don't like having fun. I'm not signing up for that. <laughs> well, that's, you know, I, I want to make sure they get what they want. So if, if you yeah. like fun, sign up. Uh, if you don't, then um, I, I guess watch the wall. I, I, I don't know. Watch Sky News. You can give us the money anyway and just not watch. I mean, that's, that's also an option on the table. <laughs> do your part. Yeah, do, do, do the part for being unfun. Anyway, we shall begin with Lawrence Foxing getting raided. Right. So... Arguably, one of the most talked about stories this week uh, is, of course, Lawrence Fox. Being it's been arguable. It's, it's been wall-to-wall. -wall it's literally been, yeah. Lawrence Fox has made quite a few headlines over the past week, to say the least, uh, where he was arrested under the charge of, quote, conspiracy to commit criminal damage uh, in regards to the ultra-low emission zone cameras that have been actively taken down by a group known as Blade Runners. Um, cool name. And my favorite film, I must yeah. say. So that is not an endorsement, though, obviously. Um, what, the film? It's an endorsement of the film? <laughs> not, it's the endorsement Acti of the film. Activity against the government. Okay, yes, okay. Exactly. 
Um, but before we get started, I wanted to say... Film, but that's not an endorsement. <laughs> Sorry. Before we get started, I wanted to say uh, I thought it would be appropriate as people feel that Britain is falling into a dystopian nightmare at the minute. Um, Stelios and Connor done a fantastic symposium by, uh, of the novel We by Yevgeny uh, Zam- Zamyatin. I think I've said that right. I've never heard of it. I never heard of it until I watched the symposium and I ended up like spending 50 quid on a load of dystopian books, including this one. Hmm. Apparently, it set the ground for modern dystopian novels. Really? So I'm really interested. So I'm looking forward to reading it. Um, but yeah, they don't have fantastic segments. So please go and check that out. Um, I thought that was great. But right. So the official charge is yes. Uh, on Wednesday, the 4th of October, officers arrested uh, Lawrence Fox, 48 year old man, on suspicion of conspiring to commit criminal damage to ULES cameras and encouraging or assisting offences to be committed. Now, initially, he put out a tweet before the live stream. Uh, which we'll go through first and see what you guys make of. I'm sure you guys have already seen it. Um, in fact, no, we'll, we'll watch the video of um, of Lawrence Fox um, announcing whilst the police was actually in his house. So we'll do that. Morning, guys. Um, in London's knife-ridden capital city, where a 15-year-old girl was stabbed to death with a sword, we've got one, two... You can show them. One, two... Another three upstairs, stealing, going through my house to intimidate me because um, this is what the police are. They don't police with consent anymore. They police with fear and intimidation. That is the Stasi police force that we've got nowadays. Instead of being on the streets solving crimes like the murder of the poor 15-year-old girl, they're on all over social media. But I'd take it. The um, ULES scam cameras outside of London are a complete... The outer ULES zone is a complete scam. There's no scientific evidence. Sadiq Khan rubbished the evidence and had it rewritten to serve his own needs. No one voted it. It's the beginning and bringing in of a surveillance state. And he's trying to make noises so that I can't say that. It's the beginning of a surveillance state. And these boys are the Stasi. Sadiq Stasi. Bless them. So have a lovely day. I'm going to spend my day in the clink, innit? (laughs) <laughs> um, he shaved his head as well or he has yeah he has uh what was your initial thoughts uh to this my initial thoughts is that there is absolutely no way lawrence fox has ever seen an angle grinder <laughs> like there's just no way i love lawrence but he isn't like they're searching for what you know tools that he may have destroyed you cameras with uh, as if mm. as if lawrence fox i get like love lawrence he's just not the sort of guy who has <laughs> some yeah. sort of hacksaw around yeah you know yeah like, I th- it's yeah like, no, no shade lawrence you know no. i don't either you know? <laughs> yeah. like i'm just saying we're not those guys you know no. what do you think callum i i assumed actually they were looking for a contact because awesome. i believe he said he was in contact with someone who was gonna uh well who was in the pluses of doing this so the police want whoever that person is well so that's why they seized his electronics i thought yeah i i would have thought the same because he he put this tweet out um, obviously, I believe the day before, or no, not the day before, on the 26th of September 1st, and then obviously the live stream of Majid Nawaz, which he, he mentioned it. He said, just had a great chat with someone who wants to be a Blade funder. Uh, they will put 10K behind the bar in a London hardware shop so that people can pick up angle grinders, uh, angle grinders and other ULES 
scammerer <laughs> dismantling tools for free. And he said, do get in touch if you want right. to be a Blade Runner. Uh, more sense to me now. Let's work together to tear down Chairman Sadiq Khan's surveillance state. Right. Well, I'm not surprised the cops came after him. Yeah. Um, so he tweeted that. And then have you guys seen the, the comments on Majid Nawaz's live stream? I mean, I saw that he did do a live stream. I saw the clip. Yeah. Um, so Majid supports. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I think I did put the clip in um, for Maju's stream. There it is. And I was thinking maybe we could go through it and just give thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Sure. So I suppose, do we need to play that in the Twitter thing? Uh, yes, please. If that's ah, right. So we need to go back to Twitter and I believe click on it. Um, you're aware of the Blade Runners. Is there any, any particular message uh, that you'd like to give about the ULS cameras, about the Blade Runners, about what's being done there, cutting down on the cameras. It's in the press every day. The police are now looking for them. They've arrested a couple. Uh, what is your, as reclaim, what is your stance on the Blade Runners? Well, yeah, again, this is where Andrew gets a bit annoyed with me um, because he says you can't encourage criminality. But I say it's digital fly tipping. The, the sticking up these cameras and stuff like that. It's just digital fly tipping. It, it's, it's, it wasn't there five minutes ago. Why should it be there now? I encourage them to tear down every single camera there is. And um, I, will, I will be joining them to tear down cameras as well because I have to, I'm one of those people that puts my money where my mouth is. So I, um, I, I'm pretty close with several and um, I will be, yeah, I'll, I'll be out there with my angle grinder. I had a guy the other day phone me up and say, um, he's a very, very wealthy guy. And he said, I want to put, um, I'll put 10 grand behind the counter at, you know, several Wixes in London. And anyone who wants to go and do some removal of this digital fly tipping, wants to go and clean up their community, can go and get an angle grinder for free. They can get all the gear that they need for free. And it's all on me. So I would encourage mass mass removal of the surveillance state because once it's there you cannot remove it are you interested in testing the law around this if some people get arrested i i would happy to be arrested myself so right. you know I, I i won't be i won't be when i go out and take their cameras down which i will be doing i won't be i will be taking my phone with me so they know exactly where i am because the big runners are clever they you know they they they, they, they know what they're doing but i i would happily sit there and go sit and call and go who voted for this What's your evidence for the outer London clean air zone? What's your evidence for that? Why are you doing this? You know, I, I'd sit there and do it, but I do that. I've got you know, several court cases going on, as you know. But um, yeah, I would. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, if I'm going yeah. down or going down big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I. Yeah. I don't really have much to say, really. Um, well, I mean, obviously, don't break the law. Yeah, um, that's our official the, position. The official position of the Lotus Leaders, yeah, of course. But I can understand why someone would, and uh, why he did say he's going to. And uh, of course, I, they're not disavowing this. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, <clears throat> I'm just glad I don't live in London. Just... Yeah, oh, London's. Yeah, I so will be coming here though, right? Oh yeah, probably. Like, there's no way the Eulers just oh, it's a London. Yeah, obviously we're all mates with Fox. Um, you know, I've spent some time with with Lawrence. Great guy. Um, he let me stay at his after a GB News segment once. and Definitely doesn't. And an definitely doesn't. <laughs> no, definitely does not. <laughs> um, but he was, um, he was obviously arrested and then uh, he's now been, obviously, he was released last night, I believe. And Sky News, of course, reported on that uh, briefly, which he asked him a few questions. 
Um, so Majid then after this, of course, said he was innocent um, and came out and said, Lawrence Fox is innocent. Uh, Mr. Fox said he would be broadcasting his location. This shows he intended a political protest and arrest on site before committing any crime. So the Met Police has no basis of, for suspicion of crime. What I find fascinating about this entire ordeal, six police officers turning up. Yeah. I mean, you couldn't even get that for a burglary these days anyway. And I believe it's, is it 90% of crimes? 95% un- of burglaries, yeah. Yeah. So I understand the case for it to be politically almost motivated. I, I understand uh, Majid Nawaz's uh, finesse here. This is quite clever. Um, but to be honest with you, it's hard to say that the police don't have any reasonable suspicion. Yeah. Since Lawrence Fox is like, look, I'm going to commit a bunch of crimes. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's, it's just kind of hard for me to, uh, yeah. for me to say that they're being unreasonable. Um, I mean, it is, I, I do think it is tied to kind of the political um, whirlwind around Fox at the moment. Yes. Uh, they, 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 yeah, send six boys over there, you know, yeah, no, no doubt that's the case. Absolutely, but, um, he hasn't helped himself. No, and I, and I I agree. Um, I love the idea though that they're gonna, they're going to search his house. They're not going to find anything. Maybe they search his electronic yeah. devices. Hopefully, he's done the smart thing and there's no contacts on there yeah. that would disrupt uh, what those people are uh, doing. And then he could just keep doing it. He could just keep going on live streams. But I'm going to pick up some crimes. Come on round. <laughs> But like the sixth time, you know, the boy who cried wolf, eventually they'll stop. And that's like, a great right. point, actually. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm free. Just sit there wasting police time by just announcing you're going to fix crimes. But you can't be charged with wasting police time because at what no point talking? did you call the police. Yeah, you didn't contact them. You just <laughs> provoked them because you're politically relevant and Sadiq Khan hates you. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, after this, uh, Nigel Farage spoke up saying this is so wrong and very frightening. Why so many police officers? Um, great question. And Farage has been quite quiet with everything that's been going on, especially at GB News. So I was surprised to see him come out and say something about this, um, which was in- interesting. Neil Oliver came out and said, the criminals are in charge. Fair play. Um, is criminal. Indeed, it is very criminal. But I noticed something. Chris Packham. Yeah, yeah. I noticed this. So I put this video out, which we'll listen to in a sec. Um, I put, interesting how Chris Packham hasn't had five police officers turn up on his doorstep for, quote, conspiracy to commit a crime after releasing a Channel 4 documentary called, quote, is it time to break the law? <laughs> question mark. Got to I'm add. just asking questions. <laughs> um, <laughs> so... I just... Sorry, just... <laughs> Like, literally, Chris Packham, I'm going to break the law. Lawrence Fox, I'm going to break the law. And only one of these people. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure, doesn't this guy call for bombings as well? Pretty, he does. Well, we, have we got the clip? Uh, we have. What about the bombings? <laughs> or the... <laughs> Chris Packham, a this... sensible person. Well, Richard uh, read out his quote, so we'll right, take okay, a yeah, listen. Yeah, yeah. Let me just quote to you what you say at the very end of the documentary, because this summarizes really what your journey of discovery takes you on. You say, It's time for me to make up my own mind and decide if I should break the law. For me, myself, I'm not asking for anyone to break the law so long as no one's hurt. I give my support to people who break the law for climate change. I have to raise my voice. I have reached a point where I now consider it 
ethically the reasonable thing to do. Now, for Chris Packham, mainstream environmentalist, mainstream television presenter in our living rooms most Sundays, if he says that lawbreaking in this context is ethical and you support it, that is a big step. That's going out on Channel 4 tonight, not some obscure YouTube channel. That's going out on Channel 4. Are you sure you've done the right thing? Well, look, um, has Rishi Sunak done the right thing today? We're reining in on our net zero commitments. Yeah. Um, so he, he openly said, uh, I'm prepared to commit, yeah. <laughs> commit crimes. Commit crimes and endorse anyone who does. Yeah. I mean, he's literally one step away from being the Unabomber. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So he yeah. says, um, sorry, just to correct, because I, I remember reading something about bombs. He said, uh, don't worry, um, just stop oil are not exploding bombs like the IRA, insists Chris Packham. So that's that's the only distinction between him and the Unibom. So we're not quite there. Not quite there. But yeah, okay. It's, it's only a small step. But I, lo I love, look at Chris Packham's smug face. Oh, no, yeah. I'm prepared to break the law because I'm a good person. I'm <laughs> breaking the law because he's a bad person. Yeah. Big distinction here. And he didn't even address it. He just went on and started yeah, yeah. saying Rishi Sunak and yeah. Net Zero. And the thing is, I mean, I just look at him as a greedy cult. Oh, of course. Well, most of these eco-fanatics, well, yeah. I say all of them pretty much are yeah. in a cult. Um, of course, the Guardian endorsed it. Oh, of course. Um, is it time to break the law? Yes, the bravest. Five stars. Five-star five review <laughs> yeah. as well from okay, yeah. The Guardian. Yeah. Um, remember that this is the same rag who said, why... Why Genghis Khan was good for the planet uh, did say that once. So, the, I, <laughs> sorry, what? Yeah. Okay. The argument here is is related to the old one. Genghis Khan killed so many people that it was good for the environment because it reduced carbon output. Doesn't that say a lot about the climate movement? It's, by the it way, does. it's now time to break the law to save the climate. <laughs> yeah. But this, yeah. this is this is actually kind of the groundwork of them preparing a kind of semi-genocidal regime, actually. Yeah. Well, it gives you license. Yeah, exactly. That's what the groundwork is. And so now it's just, and as the Guardian said, who's brave enough to do it? Chris Packham's brave enough to take the steps. <laughs> mainstreaming <laughs> genocide in the new car. <laughs> as the quote says, you are the carbon that they want to reduce. I mean, they're pretty open about it. Pretty open. But what, what I love about this is a bunch of uh, sort of, you know, white middle class uh, Guardian readers. We're like, yeah, we just need to genocide to save the planet. It's like, really? That's fascinating. <laughs> Try it. Go on. Go on. I want to see, I want to see an action. You live by your beliefs and your words. Let's see where you go with it. You know, just stop oil militias marching down the streets. Gosh. I want to see it. I'm going to play this tape when it happens. <laughs> yeah. That's I'll, John yeah, Oliver uh, moment be like, Trump, run for office. But I'll be like, yeah, well. Now I get to see it. This is exactly what I wanted. <laughs> oh, I'll double down. <laughs> but um, yes, why people even read the rag anyway uh, or take it seriously? Um, because they work for the BBC and the BBC buys half their circulation. Exactly. That's yeah. why. Yeah. Um, but during the time that Lawrence was uh, in, well... Uh, Genghis Khan is probably one of the most prolific rapists in all of history. Yeah. And it, it, it's very unlikely that anyone raped as many people individually as Genghis Khan. Just FYI, right? No, yeah. in, ignoring all the murders, right? Like literally every year, the Mongols would eradicate a city, right? Sort of Chinese city, an Iranian city, European city, wherever. Just wherever they went, they would just just level these cities. They'd spend a couple of days just erasing a city from existence. Then they move on to the next one, and of course, Genghis Khan, literally most prolific murder, something like six percent of Asia is descended from Genghis Khan because of the sheer number of rapes, but. He did help the environment. He did help. It. Is this 
would you argue this is an endorsement by the Guardian to well, Genghis Khan? How can Khan? it not be? Well, like, Genghis Khan go was first. good. <laughs> like, that's literally... You want to know a weird fact about just how bad that situation is as well? So there's a list on Wikipedia of people who've had the most children. And for women, it's yeah. the top is like 70, which is you know ridiculous for a woman. And for a man, obviously, Genghis Khan is number one still yeah. to this day. And like number two... Number still two. to this day. <laughs> no, no. more prolific rapist Well, no, because obviously you don't have to rape in the modern day. What you yeah, do is so there's a guy who has spent his Artificial entire life donating sperm. So he spends every day, presumably, getting sperm into ladies the, the way he can, which is through the medical process. Yeah. And uh, even he hasn't beat Genghis Khan. No, he's just li literally God. the worst man in all of history. Yeah. The Guardian's like, how Genghis Khan was good. An yeah. intriguing notion, certainly. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, that's what he writes. Oh. <laughs> Maybe not a vote winner for the next Green Party's next manifesto. <laughs> but I love that they're, it's for them on the ballot. It's like, look, how can we mainstream Genghis Khan? <laughs> 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 We're not there yet. Yeah. Step one, you should break the law. Oh. Step two. Yeah. The Guardian will call you brave. Step three, Chris <laughs> Packham will come out on TV and endorse it. <laughs> Step four, Genghis Khan-style Mongol genocides. I mean, look, there's 40 million people. And that's in a time when the world population was like 10 times lower. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's a lot. It, of, insane. Yeah. Like, yeah. at this time, if there was a billion people on Earth, that's a high estimate. And I love this little bit as well. Uh, but boy, was Genghis green. <laughs> <laughs> I can't take it seriously. Like. <laughs> but they are, they, they are going to use this as a justification <laughs> yeah. for atrocities. <laughs> yeah. Are they going to run a piece for Hitler as well, or, or just Genghis? I mean, like, sincerely, I, mean, I bet you could make the argument. It, in, it wouldn't in, be as funny because obviously, like, in 700 years' time, there's going to be a Guardian leftist being like, well, listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, just hear me out. <laughs> Not a vote winner yet. <laughs> well, I thought I'd remind people of this article because they are just bonkers. Bonkers, yeah. I was, yeah, I was looking for the That's correct term. crackers, mate. No. Bon crackers. <laughs> But um, during the time, <laughs> they've lost their marbles, mate. Okay, Mark Graham. <laughs> I know, right? Mike Graham. During the time that Lawrence um, was <laughs> was arrested, sorry, it's all right. But they're the time... absolutely lunatics, right? Like, I mean, I just how 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 do we get to the point where we can endorse Genghis Khan? I don't know. <laughs> I genuinely don't know. Such a good meme. I know. <laughs> it's just like they've lost their mind. Wow. Yeah, well, they're endorsing mass rape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, luckily, I've got notes, so I haven't lost track. But um, whilst Lawrence uh, was um, <laughs> arrested and, uh, and banged up for a bit, uh, he was unfortunately sacked uh, by GB News along with yeah. <clears throat> Calvin Robinson. Uh, where the BBC obviously was quick he, to make no, the article. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it wasn't to do with the ULES uh, comments. It was actually to do with, of course, the other um, headlines that have been going yes. around. As they say, asking what self-respecting man would climb into bed with Abe Evans. Yeah. Yes. I, I don't know if the foreigners are aware, because this only seems to blow up in British Twitter, which is the, our entire political system for the last, what, 48 hours? has been gripped by the deep question of, would you have sex with this woman? No, are you allowed to say that you wouldn't have sex with this woman? Oh, yeah, sorry. That's the, that's do you really have the, the right to deny it. having sex? Yeah, you, no, do you have the right to say that Ava Evans is not your cup of tea? 
And the answer has been no. You get two people fired, possibly a third. Would you possibly see? Third, did you see yeah. Gordon Brown came out and said that you must? Yeah. <laughs> Former prime minister turns this up can't on TV. Be allowed. Yeah, <laughs> it's just okay. Theory me. So yeah. Um, yes, Lawrence Fox has been sacked by GB News after an out- outcry about comments he made on air about female journalists. The former actor and political activist sparked controversy last week when he asked what self-respecting man would climb into bed with Ava Evans. Um, Fox hosted a weekly show on the channel and made some comments while appearing as a contributor on Dan Wooten's show. Yeah. I think he's still under investigation. I, I, I love the investigation. Dan Wooten smirked at Lawrence's joke and they're like, well, we've got a... Th- four-day four investigation ahead of us. It's like, what? what's the investigation? Anyway, <laughs> Dan, you're guilty of smirking at a joke. How do you plead? Yes. Um, and of course, Calvin, um, which I believe you have on very soon. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, Yeah. Uh, which is great. So I'm, I'm sure he'll go through everything that's going on in yeah. greater detail. Um, but he said, how can a station keep calling itself the home of free speech when it continues to engage in cancel culture. I supported my friends slash colleagues and will continue to do so. That should not be a fireable offense. GB News is controlled opposition. Um, I think they really set the precedent with Mark Stein and yeah. the way they treated, treated him um, with him just talking about things related to mRNA. Mm-hmm. So... Because, I mean, Calvin literally just came out and said, I don't think you should fire Lawrence Fox. Yeah. Is that actually all he did? I think, yeah. I think, he, he, I think he did. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, I think he did. I think, did he say that they're idiots or something? Possibly. But, I mean, like, but, yeah, obviously. Yeah. 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 But it's like, his uh, opinion. It's, the, yeah. I mean, I it literally is just like, I, I stand in solidarity with my friend who I don't yeah. think is getting just desserts. Yeah. And they're like, well, you're gone. So, yeah. but what did he do? You can't even like oppose the executive decisions of the management of GB News. Yeah. Mm. So, not yeah. even that. He just questioned it. It was just like, well, that's stupid. Yep. Yeah. I think you should have a right to say no. No means no. Absolutely. Well, you can support. Gordon Brown's Calvin. on our ass. We've got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um, well, you can support Calvin. He set up a give, send, go. Because obviously he has bills to pay. Yep. He's doing very well. Yeah, um, very, very well, which is great. Um, on givesendgo.com forward slash home of cancel culture, which you can send a prayer. Uh, and if you wanted to give, then you can. It's up to you. But um, that's me, the segment. Fair enough. That was good fun. Thank you. <laughs> I knew the Genghis Khan thing would uh, <laughs> lighten things up in a funny way. Well, let's try and have some more fun, I suppose. Um, hopefully it's, it's fun and not... not... Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, I, can, I can do this. All right, <laughs> so AI mimetic warfare is now here. Now, we were very excited about AI art, I suppose. You I think were, excited you were, is one way of describing it. Yeah, I mean, you were... <laughs> I've never been a fan. Definitely afraid. It's not necessarily afraid. It's more... Look, like it's, it's like being the dinosaurs who are watching the asteroid approaching. Where you're just like, okay, I can't stop this. It's going to kill us all. Well, maybe, but you know, you might have a laugh. Yeah, so maybe. That's what I've come to tell you. Yeah. So what's happened is that, of course, AI stuff, we've gone through a little bit. There was some AI music that was pretty interesting. I actually started to get good enough where I was listening to it and then being like, huh, I like this. This isn't just for a joke. I'm being manipulated by algorithms, super sophisticated algorithms that have worked out the patterns of my brain and now they control you. Yeah, welcome to the future. Yeah, exactly. I hate it. So um, some other people have decided, what if we just made memes 
And Dali 3 has been released, is my understanding. And Dali 3 is the newest AI iteration of right, yeah. Dali. And uh, so people have been having fun with it. And the added technology now in this new iteration is so good that you can make things reliably and certain aspects that you couldn't in previous versions. So I suppose we're going to go through and, and, and do meme review. Anyway, <laughs> cool. we shall begin with just promoting something on LotusEars.com, this being Lad's Hour. This is uh, What Animals Could You Take in a Fight? I'm which... so gutted I missed this one. Yeah, I, I thought it was annoying. I wanted to talk about the dogs as well. Yeah, just... but why is there a chimp there? No one's taking a chimp in a fight. Maybe a kangaroo. <laughs> you seen the guy who did punch a kangaroo? Yeah, exactly. That's, That's why I think maybe you could take a kangaroo, but there's no way you're taking a chimp. Man. Look nah, at that. I think I'll rip you apart. It's a monster. Okay. I, I, I still, I'm confident I could take a mountain lion. <laughs> <laughs> They're maybe, not that big. Maybe you should go hunt one first. They're like with a gun. Twenty pounds. I'm twice as heavy as. Them. Okay. Right. <laughs> like I can, you know, it's happened. There have been guys who have killed mountain lions with their bare hands. Okay, take the rat first, and then move up. I could take. A <laughs> I think everyone could take a rat. Yeah. I could take a, whatever that stoat is or whatever it is. <laughs> a badger, weasel. I don't know, but I could take that because that's uh, like, like tenth of my weight. Right? I'll, I'll fall on it. it. No, I'll fall on it. it. <laughs> Body slam it. Um, anyway, to the memes. <laughs> so. Meme review, we shall begin with something I mentioned previously. This is the chirp meme we went over today. So some people use some AI to make uh, some memes here for people listening. Of uh, Columbus introducing the ceiling bird to the natives. <laughs> and explaining it's not the devil that makes the noise, it's the low battery. And it's just you... the hallway. It just makes that noise. Oh yeah, I saw that. The comment, was yeah. it? <laughs> so um, there's been a whole bunch more. And, and firstly, we're going to start off with the, the more wholesome things that people have been using. Uh, I'm just going to call it that. Oh, that's great. So <laughs> Rockwell Pay of Todd Howard. So Norman Rockwell is, is the, the, the star here from The Artist, and, and Todd Howard. Oh, wow. Yeah, with the, the fallout background, the planes. To be fair, it doesn't look that Todd Howard-ish. No, I mean, this, this particular example, I think, is a bit inferior to the, the things we're going to go through. Also, the lettering is mm. a bit alien. Mm. So I don't know what's going on there. For some reason, it can do logos. Right, it's AI. Pretty neat. Anyway, but, you know, that's, that's pretty fun. Um, the, the style, I, I really like, and we'll, we'll come back yeah, to that. That's cool. Later. But uh, for, for anyone who's not aware, Norman Rockwell is famous for painting scenes from American life, very wholesome and positive and unsubversive. And as a result, like this style has become like quintessentially American. Yeah. Especially for the, the fallout. Uh, that is cool. Yeah, it works really well in the setting, doesn't it? But now, um, other people had more fun uh, and went a bit too far in a, in a few regards. And there are going to be quite a few we're going to go through, though, a bit too far, of course, which uh, I don't endorse. But we're going to mention that they exist because um, that's a thing. Starting off with ISIS. We're not having pride parades. I mean, this is haram. But you can see the use, right? Yeah. Next time you see Muslims, sorry, like LGBT against Islamophobia marches, I am just going to post this image underneath. Yeah. Because this is what you're expecting, isn't it? (laughs) Like, do you seriously believe this is what the future holds? And uh, I think creating such memes and using them can be severely effective. Um, There's some other ones. Well, we'll start off with Leonardo DiCaprio. So people came up with some movie ideas for him. Um, oh, there should be another one in there. <laughs> <Never mind. laughs> we'll, we'll skip, I suppose, to the World Health Organization instead. Oh, poor Indians. Yeah, I don't know if you can load up the uh, the Leonardo DiCaprio one, John, real quick. But <laughs> we're talking here about the uh, the Indian meme as well. For people who don't know, India has a severe problem with toilet usage. Yes, is that they don't have them. So the uh, well, current, I believe, what, Prime Minister Modi actually made it a campaign promise that every house will have a toilet yes. by 2020. And, and they have like UN songs 
poo in the loo and stuff like this. Like literally, no way. No, I'm not even joking. It's genuine, literal. No, it genuinely oh, like wait, propaganda what? songs trying to get Indians to poo in toilets. I wonder, John, if you can load that up in the background at the, at the tab at the end. Yeah. So then, we're, but I'll I'll do this for now. Don't worry. I can I can uh, switch these. No, no, no. I mean, at the, the <laughs> Sorry, point in the loose song at the end. That's all I mean. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but anyway, we'll begin with uh, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio here. So this is Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio um, in a new movie where Hamas are the good guys, which uh, whole other thing. I see the AI isn't perfect though. I mean, a couple of faces on the left and the right are a bit. Uh... Got anime eyes as well. Sure, but like, look at these guys at the end. Who Censored. Like they've got elephantitis. <laughs> sure, sure. I, I understand. I'm not. I'm not. So at the end of this, John's just telling me uh, the the ratio didn't perfectly fit. So we went into Photoshop and just added some oh, AI edges. So the very uh, edges do ignore. Oh right. right. Okay. Oh, okay. Because okay. uh, we're not using the the Dali three for that. We had to use Photoshop data. But um, the next one, as I mentioned, the World Health Organization. I do love the lettering as well. Like, I don't know what you have to type to get this perfect as well. You will poo in Zulu and you will be happy. And then the crying Indian <laughs> who's being forced against his will by the United Nations at gunpoint to stop using Indian squat toilets and use the pristine. I, I, like it actually. I mean, this is literally yeah. colonization, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Modern day colonization. Yeah. Oh, the gas masks as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can see like the guys who are doing it as well. Presumably the Indian higher ups. Yeah. So, I used to date oh, a girl. UN. I mean, Jesus. I have noticed something though. No toilet paper. Ah, uh, well, uh, well, the water presumably. Ah, the old... like the Japanese. It's not the Japanese, is it? I think it's the rest of the world. I think it's just the Anglo's that don't do it. Yeah. Which I'm yeah. proud of because. That's weird, the the whole B-Day thing. Mm. But uh, I used to date a girl who was Indian, and she lived in like a gated community. Uh, and what was funny is that she had no idea that this was even a meme or a problem in India and had been to India for multiple years of her life. And I had to explain it to her and show her the Pooh and the Loo song from the United Nations oh, before she even got it. I and mean, that's just how divided India is as a country. So presumably these are the higher-ups finding out and then uh, <laughs> insisting that you use it. Anyway. Force the Indians at gunpoint. The UN. <laughs> There's a few more of these. <laughs> I mean, this is just funny. <laughs> like, reg nationalist here posting this. The UN logo I on the toilet. Love. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you will. You will be dragged into the Star Trek future whether you like it or not. <laughs> this Use is... the toilet. There's a so there's not a UN version of this. There is an American Manifest <laughs> Destiny version of this. Right. Because of course, being the global hegemon, they have to do their duty to the world. And uh, oh, sorry, there's one more UN one I forgot about. <sighs> Again, you will do it in Zulu and you will be happy. Which, um, thank you, Klaus Schwab, for that one. But blended off with the manifest destiny, as you can see here. <laughs> Liberty bringing toilets to the world. The, 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 uh, <laughs> the Americans have arrived in the Bengal and um, uh, have brought news. Anyway, so <coughs> it's, my point with this is not just to show funny because it is funny. You can use this AI meme technology for pretty much any subject, yes. which is good fun. So pit bullies <laughs> and pit bull mummies yeah. over here. God, I hope the baby wins. I, I'm sure he will. He's trying his hardest, that's for sure. So for people listening, we're looking at an uh, American exile, I presume, or just a big pit bull, fighting off a baby that he just wants to nom 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 on. Thank God the baby has a sword. Yeah, good luck. He's, he's not the only one. Uh, there are a lot of the pit bull memes yeah. for some reason. People are really enjoying these. Oh, this is a pit bull playing... Uh, <laughs> Oh, an arcade God. machine. Oh, it's so true, though. You can't trust these things at all. Like, I'm actively racist against pit bulls. Yeah. Similarly. Yeah. We had a lot of comments, especially from America. I have kids, that's why. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I just don't want to get bit. 
But there's a lot of uh, Americans, especially because yeah. different culture, who are just like, you guys are overreacting. I love my pit bulls. And it's always, you know, some woman petting the pit bull there. And I'm like, that's great, love. You enjoy. I'm going to not pet that one. Wasn't there a protest that's been like stage recently where they said bring all your pit bulls and american xls to oh, this God, and it's right. just going to be apparently a sea of people with lots and lots of dogs it's going to be a massacre that rivals genghis khan that's what it's going to be <laughs> well there was actually as you mentioned a, a pit bull protest to stop the banning of the american xl in the uk and i noticed that none of the owners brought their dogs yeah yeah, yeah. we oh, all left our really? dogs at home why because you know they're dangerous <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> we wanted to come back with all our fingers I don't want to rehash that whole debate, though. Apparently, yeah. there it, was an announcement not to bring them from the organizers, John's saying, which is... Don't bring your kids, but these dogs are totally <laughs> safe, bro. They shouldn't yeah. be bad. They do but... the same at the Golden Retriever and Labrador I'm shows. Kidding. You know, don't bring your kids. <laughs> you know, oh, yeah, yeah. Just all dogs are the same, man. I do love the idea. Like, 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 this song of bollocks. I do love the anyway. idea, though. Like A mere version of that. There's an American Second Amendment protest where everyone says, don't bring your guns. They're dangerous. Yeah, they all bring guns. Of course they bring their guns. And no one gets shot. Amazing. In fact, it's the safest place to be in America on that day. Yeah. Certainly not Detroit. Anyway, <laughs> moving on, because uh, that's not the only one. There, there is another form of meme here, uh, movie ideas. Ah. Now, a lot of people had a lot of movie ideas. Uh, we'll start off with um, the Bill Clinton movie that'll be Oof. coming out. This Ooh, this person that's... here. Pixar's Epstein Island. This doesn't get less spicy as I go. Just we to... probably can't put this on YouTube. We, we can definitely put this bit. Just saying that... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> someone's saying that we're a decade away from Disney or Pixar making a Clinton-Epstein-esque uh, film about how wonderful it is for old men to fly to uh, a secret island with kids. Now, this is doubly funny, of course, because, uh, well, Disney. They, they keep getting caught engaging in groomer acting. Yes! I was, yeah. So the idea that they, they wouldn't uh, make the Western version of Cuties... I'm not. I'm just saying. I don't really put it past them to produce not exactly this movie. I mean, it does look exactly like a Pixar movie. But in two years, I think there will be some Pixar movie that but, is like Cutie, no, no, and no, everyone no. will be like, "No, no." What's What's going to happen is that AI art and technology will continue to advance. So literally, someone can type in Chat GPT, write me an Epstein Island Pixar movie, and then add it, the voice, and then go to Dali, animate me this Epstein Island Pixar movie. Go to Eleven voice. Labs. Yeah, yeah, add the voice exactly. Things. And so they will literally just be able to AI generate. The Epstein Island Disney Pixar movie. God. That's what's coming, man. You know what's coming before that is 4chan making trailers for the movies. Oh, <laughs> yeah. No. With, with yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Like, just giving them ideas. The, 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 the future, oh, in, in the future, no. anything will be possible and it will be awful. I'm telling <laughs> you, it will be absolutely awful. Oh, no. See, you know, like the, the, the difference between people who are, let's say, always online and those who aren't. And you, and you go to your grandma sometimes with like some stupid memes mm. and they're horrified. By what you consider a pretty normal meme, yeah, yeah. that's gonna that difference is gonna get really yeah. exponential. At, at some point in the future, this will get so advanced you'll literally just go to the computer and just be like, "Look, I want to watch a movie about whatever," and it'll generate it for you like on the fly, like that. And it'll just be you'll just watch whatever it is. There'll be no limit to anything, be, no point to any of it. That would be a well. cool dystopian novel or something. Yeah. And suddenly you're in the movie. Yeah, why not? So there's uh, some other despicable movie ideas. I I've only included the most despicable movie ideas for this to make the point that, I mean, apparently literally anything could be brought to life, uh, no matter how horrible. So your point about it being dystopia is yeah. somewhat true, um, if not entirely. We can see the George Floyd movie, the oh, uh, Pixar version. Uh, there's, there's also a mid-century German movie that was planned, which I'm not going to show any other shots of. I'm just going to show this one to make the point that it existed. Someone made that up, so that's a thing. Uh, but then we're going to get back to the 
political side of things, I suppose, because someone started making socialist realism Donald Trump paintings, which okay. that's, I mean, this guy goes on to mention, like, he's been making loads of them, uh, just talking about AI uh, being banned from the, the writer's strike yeah. solution. Lots of anti-union cope. Yeah, I mean, good luck trying to stop it by the looks of it. Yeah. And uh, the big thing I wanted to show was that the most one that catched my eye was not all the other nonsense, which, you know, people have been making. It's, the, it's that Norman Rockwell stuff. Because some guy decided to... Oh, oh wow. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, right. sorry. Someone decided to take that Norman Rockwell picturesque American style of painting and then added in modern American ideas to make, I think, the most effective kind of propaganda I have ever seen. So This is really powerful. What we're currently looking at is, I don't know, a, a rendition of the George Floyd uh, riots. In it's which... not even George Floyd riots. They're still doing it all day, every day. Like this happens really regularly in America, where just on social media, a gang of urban youths will decide they need to loot something in order to feed their family. And a bunch of left-wingers will applaud them on, and here's the Norman Rockwell rendition of it. And that's exactly what we're looking at for people listening uh, in this example. And, and it goes on and on. I mean, these are, these are really strange. I mean, we have one here of people just burning down a house. We have one here of the cat ladies. Yep. I, I love the idea of a 50s cat lady, though. Yep. So there's that. Uh, the last one here, this is uh, Anon living in his basement. Yeah. There's trash everywhere. Somehow looks more uh, cool than the modern Anons. Way so. cooler. There's also the average fat American <laughs> so, <laughs> going to his diner, which yeah, so happy. That's a thing. That's you, a... In the 50s, you didn't get people of that kind of weight. No. No. And it, it's, it's, it doesn't really hit you that hard until you see it in yeah, this yeah, kind of yeah, propaganda yeah. style, where it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I mean, the American obesity crisis really is kind of horrific. Yeah. Like, truly horrific, to say the least. And we have some others here I'm just going to go through. We have uh, the, the secret aim, <laughs> secret police. It's the FBI over here in their trobbies with their he, him yep. badges because what else are they going to wear exactly? We have um, San Francisco visualized. Oh, yeah, accurate. Tent cities, which, yeah, that's, that's, that's true as well. You can't even deny that. We have also the FBI over here listening on you as you um, take a dump. Which don't worry, UN. I'm using the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> don't, please don't call the police. We have an American high school yeah. uh, visualized, yeah. which I mean, again, uh, it is really punchy, isn't it? It's in this style, it, it's really impactful, quite striking. We also have women's sport. <laughs> i mean i do love that the, the south park version of that that was funny right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's a good meme. that's something i can share that is funny but this this strikes me on another level of like oh, that that really she's so brave Kelly. so brave really does hit it home anyway i have some more just the last ones here with yoga as you can see the yeah. community all getting together to watch yoga yeah yeah there's also um drag uh, Queen Story Hour, getting married here. Uh -huh. The average American church with, you know, love is love, etc. Which, um, that's a thing. Uh, again, the edges here, that's, that's our uh, trying to fix the, the, the resolution. But you can see the faces in the middle. Uh, Dolly 3 is really getting rid uh, yeah, of the yeah. faces. Except that little girl there. She, uh, she got the short straw. She's uh, just a bigger man. She doesn't like the crowd. <laughs> yeah. We have the last one here as well. It's the average Democrat. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> he's running for office. How do you know? Well, <laughs> He's got Stephen with him, who supported is supported by his husband. Who, well, it's not even necessarily his husband. It's a it's a local community leader who just wants privacy in his own bedroom. Yes, right. Which um, yeah. I don't know if people saw. There was actually a local community leader, in, I think it was Philadelphia, who wanted a pride march, who who tweeted in exactly this uniform. In case you are wondering, I mean, almost uh, garment for garment, 
and uh, with the quote, I'm going to get fisted today. I did see this. And then uh, everyone thought he was joking because, you know, uh, you know, it was a bit extreme, you know, some people in the like sort of. And then there was a picture of him doing it in public later that day at the same march. And a lot of people were just commenting in the privacy of my own bedroom, huh? <laughs> and I was like, ah. Yeah, there's a real difference here. I mean, we've hit on that many a time, the difference between the gay community and the LGBT community. Yeah. And uh, it's quite funny. Whenever I meet a gay guy who, who knows the show, he always comes up to me and says, man, I love what you're doing. God, we have nothing in common with those people. And I'm like, don't worry, I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, completely different sex of yeah. society. If, if you're watching us, I'm guessing you're not getting fisted in public. <laughs> <laughs> Keep it in your bedroom. Anyway, but... That's my point, which is um, AI memes are really advanced. They have become to the point in which they can do literally anything you want. And my uh, more base point is that it doesn't have to do with anything. I mean, you could apply this to any ideology. So I think the worst dystopian aspect of this is not necessarily anything we just mentioned. The left might be able to mean. You never know. I think how scary that is. No, no, the left can't mean. They just need to get a computer to do the memes for them. That's what I mean. But they might actually make something for once. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I'm not saying it'll be anytime soon. I'm still going to have to work that funny out. I'm not, I'm not terribly perturbed by even the evil AI creating memes. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. I don't know. I got, I got some uh, fears under my bed about that. But anyway, that's, that's AI memes. So if you want to make some, um, Dali 3 is a thing. So I thought um, we'd talk about why women go for bad boys. Uh, but interestingly, I came across an old article. So in 2015, Right. And it just felt weird how times have changed, right? Especially in the light of what's happened with Lawrence Fox. And uh, I had to bring that up again. Oh, yeah. It's just, it, <laughs> and it, Genghis Khan. It's just kind of perennial. Yeah. And Genghis Khan. <laughs> no. <laughs> We've got some uh, bad boys, and uh, they, they are, well, approved of in 2015 by women. Now, you wouldn't find an article like this now, which I found interesting. So I just thought we'd go through it. But before we do, go and sign up to the website. Go and watch Josh's contemplations on why women love serial killers. Women do have weird They really do. Thoughts. Um, yeah. So we, we've also got a, a, a pay for an individual episode feature on the website now. So if you just want to watch this particular one or anything else, you can uh, buy the full video for £1.89 or $2.30, something like that. Um, so go and watch that because this will inform much of what we talk about now. So, uh, the real reason women... Uh, is this the right one? I'm not sure this is the right one. I this one right. No, it's the right one. Right, so, yeah, from 2015 by Stephanie Heyman, right? So, uh, why do women go for a-holes? Is a question that many women frequently ask themselves, usually after a man has wronged them in some way. It's a phrase that's echoed way too often, one that's shown up repeatedly in group text messages. It's choked out through teary conversations and usually a catalyst into indulging into a bag of peanut M&Ms, pizza, vodka, or three. Where are all the nice guys? Uh, it's a question many women ponder as habitually as the above. Uh, it is at times as an incomprehensible thought that reverberates in our minds and the answer to which seems to be virtually unknown. Females crave to be treated with respect and kindness and claim to want the quintessential nice guy, a man with good morals and superb tact. Yeah, exactly. Do, does anyone believe any of this? I, I think there might be an actual <clears throat> generational divide here as well because I thought we were going to be yeah. going a bit deeper because we've, we've covered it previously, that beauty... Uh, account. Yes. Does a lot of research on female interests in pornography. Yes. Right. So the whole fetish world for women is a, is a whole other It's uh, Right. There's, there's a book called My Secret Garden. Uh, it's a book literally just of women's fantasies as related by women. Um, 
Which read, is, read it if you if you want to caution. end up with my opinions on women. Um, but, the, <laughs> but, that, but that beauty account did do the legwork and actually got yeah. the data. And one of the things they found that was really weird was there's a massive difference in the modern women. So Gen Z women. Mm-hmm. So anyone from like the late 90s to now, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, massively new interests in, in sex, to say the least. That's a YouTube-friendly way of putting it, I suppose. And I do wonder if this woman is somewhat different from that. But is she just talking about dating or is she talking about sex? Um, well, both. Okay. Right. So as you can see, they carry on with the the idealized way that they might be interested in men, as in they want him to be respectable, they want him to be, uh, you know, the treatment with kindness, open car doors. Uh, we'll, instead of text, we'll send your mother flowers on her birthday. You'll talk sports with your brother, take your younger sister out for ice cream, and receive your father's approval. It's like okay, just utopian thought. Yeah, <laughs> you know, not 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 much. But uh, instead, we collectively go for the consummate a-hole, a cocky man who has bad boy tendencies, is fluent, fluent in flirtatious manner, keeps us hanging with mysterious text messages, and usually leaves us up at night, questioning whether he is truly interested or just playing us. I mean, that is the... John, I can hear myself eh? reverberating, man. Um, that, that is um, a lot more realistic a description of what's happening in uh, life mm. to men. And, yeah. women. and so I just thought we'd go through some of her reasons. because. Uh, it turns out that they don't want the idealized fantasy. Uh, right. And they're quite clear about it. Uh, the first one is, of course, pure charisma. It is charismatic to be the bad boy, which I guess Russell Brand is learning. Right. Has a sort of pendulum effect. Mm. At some point, you're very popular and you're very charismatic. And at another point, you're basically a rapist. And you cancel. Um, but they say, guy, she says, guys with a-hole tendencies always seem to know how and when to say the right things to get under your skin. It could be a playful attempt at an insult or a really nice compliment. Either way, it's appealing and leaves you one more. So, okay, women want men with charisma. Men with charisma tend to be a little more narcissistic and less concerned about her, actually, because this is what the entire theme really is. Stop essentially genuflecting your entire life around the woman. That's what she's saying. Because she's like, oh, I want a guy who's going to open the door for me and be attentive and stuff like that. It's like, you don't, actually. You want a guy who's self-possessed and is going to be the leader in his own life and is going to go forward and do things, right? You look, <laughs> you look disgusted. <laughs> do you want a guy whose only interest is you? Well, that's, that's a stalker. That that's hey, but you, I mean, Twilight exists. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that, it makes such obvious sense. Like maybe the guy should, I don't know, have a job and a family. Yeah, be doing things and be interesting and mysterious. Mm. Um, but this, you know, this is, they want charismatic guys. And the next one is the same. I, the I'm busy, right? As much as we want guys to clear their schedules and for us and be completely available when, they, when we want them to be, knowing someone's busy is a turn on. Well, I think, I think women like the ambitious male, don't they? They like the, the ambitious type. I think it's more than that because, like, when yeah. you get everything you want all the time, mm. that's just boring. Yes. Right? That's very true. That's just really Can't boring. Have too much of a good thing. <laughs> right. But if, if someone sets a boundary and says, no, yes. you've got to wait, and then when I'm ready, that heightens anticipation. It does. It, yeah. And so, you know, it makes them, you know, they, they've kept something back for themselves. And so, they become an interesting sort of challenge. That's probably it? why long distance relationships are very popular. Maybe. That's, are they? I don't know if they popular. are. Sorry, people love being in long distance relationships. It's the anticipation. Right. Okay. I don't know if that's true. 
Please fact check me. Ninety <laughs> percent um, of uh, <laughs> yeah, ninety percent. Yeah, but but this I think is actually something that young men need to take away, right? And this is particularly important in the era of instant messaging and social media, right? Mm. As she says there, I, it shows he's busy with school or work, which improves your sort of like status in her eyes. Uh, he has a lot of friends and spend time with his family. He's clearly not accessible, which leaves us wondering what he's doing in the midst of his budding social uh, stuff, Right? You are just literally sat at home in your underwear, <laughs> drinking beer and playing Call of Duty. She is creating a James Bond-esque <laughs> narrative of what you're doing in your spare time. You have to do so little work, and all you have to do is just not text her back. Right? Text her back like tomorrow. Right? That's all you need to do. This is just advice for your men. This is right. Yeah. Be be fun and charismatic. Obviously, you know, so she's enjoying being a company, but also. Just sit at home one or two days and not contact her. Focus She'll, on your dungeon raids. Exactly, man. You know, grind a bit. You yeah. Know, have a few beers. You know, get pizza in. Sweet. You know, <laughs> like, but, and just don't talk to her. And she thinks you're doing something magical. And in a way, you are. You know, you're making me time. You earned this time. Come on, Callum. This is a winning strategy. I'm not disagreeing. This is a total <laughs> winning strategy. Right. Uh, I was just and, taking it too far in my head. Yeah, well, don't take it too far. Don't take it too well, far. I just love the idea that she sat there being like, you know, her dirty talk is him texting back, I can't make it. Like, no, no, no. That's this is the, the again, it's the sort of build up to the, mm, the anticipations building. Um, but uh, but obviously don't take it too far because then she'll think you're not interested. Anyway, number three is flirtatious banter, which of course everyone should engage in with women when they are interested in you. Don't engage in with women when they're not interested in you. I realize. That for autistic Gen Z men, this is going to be a very difficult thing. But women do like this, and you have to do it if you want to be interesting to a woman, right? So she says, most a-holes, at least the ones I know, would have earned A-pluses in Flirting 101. The banter is infectious, and the things they say keep you on your toes. Like a friendly competition within a conversational setting. It becomes part of a daily routine you can look forward to. Similar to that giddy feeling of eager anticipation you used to get when you saw your crush sign into AOL on Instant Messenger. How old is this woman? Oh, she's 30. Are you sure? Yeah, I looked her up. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, she's 33. AOL instant. Oh, no, she's not. Yeah. 30. I would have ex half expected MSN, but not, not, yeah, not yeah. AOL. But, but the, point, the point being... But at the time of writing, she was 22. Really? How old was she on AOL instant message? Because that was in 2015. That, hang on, yeah. Hmm. Gotta do a calculation. No, that's the, wrong, that's the wrong one, John. That's yeah. not instant Stephanie, that's it. But any, anyway, right. So, but the, the point being, right, you can see that what is the appeal here behind the, the bad boys is that they end up probably by accident creating a kind of mystique around themselves. Right? They're kind of casting the spell. So when they're around them, they're charismatic and they banter, so they're fun, but they don't give her too much of it because they're like, no, I'm busy. I'm busy being James Bond or whatever you think I'm doing when I'm sat at home, <laughs> hungover, right? <laughs> and so but it, 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 there's a kind of spell that is cast. So it's like, you're an appealing thing, but not too much. And there's boundaries and there's restrictions. Keep them at arm's length. You don't, again, this is not bad boy, really. I mean, you don't have to be a no. bad boy to do this. No. But what she's telling us here is just what women want to be enchanted into a romance with you, which is very easy for any man to be able to do. You don't yeah. have to be mean. You don't have to be cruel. You, you know, or anything like this. You don't have to, you know, be Andrew Tate or anything. Tactical. Exactly. You just have to know your own value and what she's trying to get from you. And then just lean into it. So the next one is challenging. Don't be a walkover. Stand up for yourself. This is, is, is this really such a hard thing? You know, th th and this is a woman who's like, yeah, no, I love you know, bad boys. Why do I love them? Because of these really basic things that any man can do without in any way 
being offensive or you know getting running into sort of the danger zone or anything but she says uh some guys are so nice that they'll do whatever you want to make you happy now i've seen this so often man i used to i used to work at a, a call center and the guy who sat next to me used to drive around one of the other one of the girls who worked there all the time he wasn't getting any right and he would just drive around like Fridays and Saturday nights. I thought you were about to say he wasn't gay or anything. <laughs> he wasn't gay. <laughs> no, my point is, like, you hear that, you just go, yeah, they're not. Exactly. And it's like, no, you should have said no. Just full stop. You know, you should not have done this. Do not do things for women who are not dating. You know, because this is what she's actually complaining about here. Some guys are so nice, they'll do anything to make you happy. They cater to your needs and put themselves last. Actually, women don't want that. That's not enchanting. You know, you're not very interesting if you don't stand up as a thing in and of yourself that she can look up to and try and get some of at some point. That's uh, a good point, actually, because I think women, I think, cater a lot of when it comes to relationships and things all around social status a lot. Everything is almost governed mm. con- like unconsciously on social status. So if they see a man that's very popular or is very ambitious and very busy, then usually, um, yeah, that's kind of the gravitation. Exactly, because there's a kind of narrative that ends up getting woven around you. Mm. Not only you're fun, you're you're, you're fun to talk to, you're charismatic, Mm. but you're also slightly unavailable. And when she's with you, you're not just a pushover. You've actually, you've got, you show some steel within yourself. Because that's what she's complaining about. You know, they're so consumed with the thought of thrilling you. They completely put their personalities and needs to the wayside. And things become dry and boring. This is not how things go with a hole guys. Yeah, exactly. Don't do this, right? You know, if you want, if you don't want to do something, you just say no. I want to do this, and this is what we're going to do. And she'll probably go along with it, unless there's some massive objection. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I don't know. Don't go to a bullfight or something, maybe with a vegan. <laughs> yeah, you know. But even I don't know. Maybe she, maybe she'll be impressed by it. But um, <laughs> but the, the the point is, just make sure you are essentially setting your own boundaries and making sure that you don't just fawn over her all the time. That's not what women want, actually. Yeah. Although my wife's probably watching this being like, I'd love a bit of fawning. <laughs> <laughs> I may buy some flowers. Um, <laughs> so the next one is communication overload isn't cool, right? Nice guys think girls love adequate daily communication over the phone. They go above and beyond to make that happen. For example, I met and went on a date with a guy who was way too enthusiastic about texting. Again, they they want you to be something mysterious yeah. that is impressive in its own, in the narrative they spin about you in their head. That's what it all comes down to. I don't see this as being a bad boy. No, it's thing. not. That's the thing. That's weird. That's the thing. Like none of none of this is like you know, sleep with other women. Or, no, or get drunk and be yell crass. at me. You know, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, go on GB News and tell people about how you wouldn't. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> love you lots I'm just teasing yeah yeah um, you know like like none of this is actually bad boy this is just how a man should actually carry himself to impress other, to impress women yeah right any thoughts Callum I just thought about the flower thing I, I, I haven't really got much to say on this to be honest but one of the things I noticed in Russia is everyone seemed to have flowers like every couple and I'm talking like 15 year old boys with their girlfriends at that age really walk around and they like the girl would always have one flower that's nice that's actually nice I, I don't know if it, it's quaint yeah. I don't know if it's because like the old women are all selling flowers, and that's the reason why. But in this country, flowers feel kind of crap as a gift. Flower, flowers feel almost like you've done something wrong. Yeah, because it's you know always I mean? from a garage or something, and it's wrapped in plastic. <laughs> oh, right, that. That yeah, whole yeah. even the plastic itself annoys me because it makes me look at it and think product. 
So you, you're doing it wrong. What you need to do that you go on interflora.com and they order the flowers uh, one and they deliver the flowers. Yeah. Not sponsored. <laughs> making notes. Not sponsored. <laughs> Not sponsored, but I mean, if you want to get in touch, I do use your services fairly often when I haven't communicated properly with my wife. Um, <laughs> but anyway, right. So she, she carries on, uh, but he texts every 30 seconds. And of course, this, is, this gives her some sort of fatigue. She's, she doesn't want to hear from a guy who's constantly available. Because again, you're not manifesting a kind of mythos about yourself. Like you're a, a heroic man on a journey doing something. And you, you do like her, but you know she can't take all of your time. And she can't feel like actually she's the only thing you have going in your life. It's almost like she wants to interject and be that time. And you're like yeah. not allowing that. So it's like you've created that barrier. So she wants to break through it. But it also kind of devalues her in a way. Because mm. saying like, oh, but you're the only interesting thing in my life. And it's like, okay, but you seem really boring. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you, you've got nothing going on. So, I yeah. mean, how boring am I if I'm yeah. the most exciting? Thing? And because and, the average woman is probably looking at her life going, yeah, but all I do is watch soaps. You know, like, <laughs> I, you know, the average woman is not the most exciting person in the world either. And you're giving her no romance to buy into. You know, mm. this is the thing. You've got to understand that you're supposed to be creating a romance for her as well as yourself. Like social media. Yes. And she says these are a-hole guys, but like, again, you do not have to be a bad boy to do these things. No. Uh, and of course, number six, stop being a nice guy. Has anyone, have you guys ever called yourself a nice guy? No. Really, Callum, you No, I'm joking. Of course you haven't. <laughs> I think I'm nice. No, I was, I was joking. <laughs> one of the words no one ever calls me, but... You've never done it? No comment. Well, listen to this woman, because she's like, nope. Uh, I'm sure guys hate hearing this as much as girls hate saying it, but it's true. Uh, if a guy completely plays by the rules, doesn't carry a torch for flotation, and fails to get under our skin, our inner voices just tell us he's just too nice. Just don't. It's almost like a rejection, that line. Oh, you're just too nice. Oh, yeah, it is. That, that it's, is it's totally is, a rejection. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so this, it, and I see, I've seen loads of young men who have fallen into this trap thinking, oh, if I'm nice to her, she'll be interested in me. It's like, why would she be interested in me? You know, she wants something strange and mysterious and exciting to make her boring life seem less boring. That's why she's into you. <laughs> you know, and I mean it. It's like, and you know, right, my wife the other day had like, in fact, last year, but like came on Facebook messages. Um, Posted something she'd obviously seen somewhere, which was, um, you know, my husband's so boring that if he murdered me, he wouldn't be registered as a person of interest. I'm like, me? <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who you're married? We've got another husband. <laughs> I wish that was the case, to be honest. There are way oh, too many man. articles written about me. Um, <laughs> I love the idea you were in bed with your wife one day. And you're just like, honey, if I killed you, I would be such the interesting person. Well, that's what I'll say tonight. But that you um, brag. <laughs> Uh, the thing is, I don't need to. I mean, she's obviously posting it ironically, but like, um, but anyway, so uh, she carries on. And because this is a lot of the problem that I think young men have, sometimes they lack confidence. Sometimes they're too shy or quiet. And most likely they will be the ones to adore and love and respect you at the end of each and every day. Yet they lack that X factor, which allows them to be thrown into the too nice category as in predictability, right? You have to be slightly unpredictable mm -hmm. because it shows that you have an active inner life and you are trying to achieve something in the world. You are not just literally like her pet because that's what she's complaining about here. Like you are, you are giving the same kind of love and adoration that a dog would give. You have to be the leader in the relationship. And that means holding something back for yourself. That means being interesting and doing unexpected things. 
Now, this will uh, judgment calls. You know, I can't give you. There's no particular rule that no. means on this day you have to do this. You have to just play it by ear. Yeah. But you have to bear these things in mind because this is literally a woman saying, "Look, this is what we like about bad boys." And it's like, but it's not even a bad boy. No, these are just decent guys can be like this. Yeah. Um, and so she ends up with, uh, we are conditioned to be attracted to a-hole tendencies because of what society tells us. Well, are we, sorry, are we wary of nice guys because the media portrays successful hot guys as ones who carry the attitude of mystery? I mean, probably, probably, but I think either way, this would have been the case. Right? Yeah. Um, and so uh, not much else that she says on this, but basically I think you can take, there are loads of articles like this as well. Right. And you should take them at face value when these women are saying, look, you know, I want to be surprised by you. I want to find you interesting. Take these things at face value and just make sure that you don't fall into the trap of being basically the nice guy simp who acts like a poodle. It's like hold some respect for yourself. That's all she's asking for. Be a bit funny. You know, be a bit mysterious. Don't be doting on me all the time. You know, don't be like a child. You know, be like an adult man who's doing something in the world. And it's literally just that simple. You don't have to be mean. You don't have to be cruel. You do have to just not text her while you're playing Call of Duty. That's it. There you go. Now apply. Yeah. <laughs> but there are so many young yeah. men who are like totally lost, man. And it really yeah. bothers me because it's like, but all of the women are telling you what they want. You know, they, 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 they honestly, I could have picked dozens of these. But, um, but you'll notice that like this is the total opposite of the sort of feminist narrative that predominates. Of course. Right. Yeah. I mean, this is why Russell Brand was attractive to women 20 years ago. Sure. Wouldn't get written today. No. I just think you've on a point there, though, with the, the whole feminist narrative about what men should be. Yeah. Because, I mean... And this is the total opposite. Yeah, but even just look at, like, the schooling system and how they, they would want you to turn out at the end of it yeah. or take, like, some crappy kids-orientated television from Britain, I don't know about America, where it's always like, yeah, no, the guy should be a nice guy and always nice to women and blah, 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 blah. And it's just like, but this is all bollocks. Well, women don't do that. I mean, one, don't talk to a woman about your feelings and don't cry in front of her. End of story. Talk yeah. to your dad, talk to your mates, talk to your brother, whoever. Don't talk to, her about, don't talk to your wife or, or any woman about it. And just trust me, as a married man, I'm telling you. Okay? Just take my word for it. And they will all say, oh, no, I want no feelings. But this is, this is, again, part of the sort of... This is a test, right? It is a test to see if you have the spine to hold something back for yourself and draw a boundary and say no under any circumstance, you know, because that's what women respect. That's what they want to see from you. And that's literally what she's saying. You know, don't text me all the time. Say, yeah, why not? Because you're holding something back for yourself. That's what she wants to know. You've got that inner strength. And so don't talk about your feelings with the girl. And don't cry in front of her. End of story. All right. Should we go to the video comments? Yep. I'm sorry, did you think that the Black Power Doritos were the only thing out there? Look at this. Guess where this is? Target, of course. So they've got a uh, literal Black Power section at uh, Target now. So that's great. It's just great. But yeah, More junk food, too, by the way. Black Flower. Anyway, we did play that yesterday, so yeah. apologies for that. But uh, people who missed it, yeah, Black Flower is now a thing. What? Oh, oh, sorry, am I big? Is that complex? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, yeah. Wait, well, you don't buy on to the idea that there's food for blacks only? Mm. What, what cracks me up, though, is that there's one way of saying... <laughs> We've got water fountains, too, if you... <laughs> <laughs> but there's one way, like, yeah, we're promoting black businesses. So, so, also, we're helping out the racists avoid the people they hate. <laughs> <laughs> 
Pledge. Black-owned business. Well, I'm not going Black to... Pound Day, supported by Greater Manchester Authority and the Ku Klux Klan. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the next one. With Charlie's segment yesterday, I think current thing is a means of turning the NPCs against the dissenters. Yes. It's a, it's a way of like corralling them to know who's in and who's out. Yeah, obviously. Highly correct. It's time to get radical. The album you've all been waiting for. It's Red Trad. Absolutely the raddest album ever released. 12 speakers shaking tunes. Like. You know, I would actually, actually listen to that as well, like, watching, unironically. <laughs> watching Zoomers talk about like the 80s and 90s is so bizarre. Yeah. Well, because it doesn't fit or something? It's not that it doesn't fit. It's just there's something kind of bizarro world about it. Like, you know, I mean, it was kind of cringe at the time, but you didn't really think about it being cringe because you were living through it. Right? It's just normal. Everything was normal. And so as soon as they sort of like take all of that out, uh, take all of the aesthetic out of its context, and promote it like it's just something really weird about it I, I need to i haven't got a proper way of describing what i'm trying to say but it's it's slightly creepy have you seen the eastern european recreation of 90s uh or like what would you call it like dance rock or whatever it is yeah. dance pop yeah. i'll have to get at you it's it's yeah. like the the english is all broken yeah they're, they're talking about how we're gonna party so hard and then it's just it kind of feels like it's robots doing it right like yeah, but foreigners, foreigners. Yeah, but robots. Zoomers feel like foreigners from the, the time okay. and place, right? Yeah, and so it's 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 weird and kind of sad, you know. Like there's this kind of like, oh, we wish we lived in a time when we didn't hate ourselves and everyone was having fun, mm. you know. And it's it's just, I don't know how to describe it. It's just kind of weird and sad. And so anyway, all right. I think the chirping in the hallway is soothing. Now here's my everything's okay alarm. Once it's just part of the background radiation of your life. This will sound every three seconds. If it's not there, then perhaps you feel like there's something wrong with the world. Unless something isn't okay. Telling me that everything's fine. Turn it off, Homer. It can't be turned off. <laughs> yeah, but like, that's like every conversation with the leftist. That's right. <laughs> I like the pitch at the end. Very Simpsons good. did it before you, Carl. Sorry. Oh, yeah, way before. So you guys haven't heard from me in forever, but I am not dead. I've just been really busy. All good things, though. Additional job responsibilities at work, uh, projects upgrading and improving my house, a lot of new reenactment activities. But since it's October, I wanted to ask, with Halloween coming up, what are the odds we could get Carl... As Sargon of Akkad for Halloween. I feel like Carl could pull it off and it would be really fun for the people who've been here a long time. What do you say? Halloween is a weird American thing. I was, I was literally about to say unpopular opinion, but I can't stand Halloween. But yeah, it's, it's, it's not that I can't stand it, but it's for kids, right? But I take my kids out trick-or-treating. You go around the little neighborhood, you knock on doors, and they put little things. Adults in England don't engage in Halloween. Or if they do, they're like students. But I saw lots do. Yeah, women. You know. 
I saw the commercialism <laughs> for Halloween in America, and I'm just like, this is, this is gross. Yeah, the I amount don't... of money you people are spending on this. It's... I, I don't. I mean, you know, it's fun for kids, right? That's that's the way I look at Halloween. Uh, so no, I don't dress up for Halloween. Yeah, but yeah, it's not a thing here at all. I, I, the three years I've lived here, I've not had a single kid come and knock on my door asking for sweets or something. But we do have a housing state where I live. Yeah, but, but then you should have a higher chance, right? Like, do you take your kids out trick or treating? Yeah. And you well, actually get people who are doing stuff, or what? Well, it's kids wandering around in little Halloween costumes, which are adorable. Yeah, yeah, but like the adults aren't going out, and no. the houses aren't covered in well, some you know, you'll, stuff. You'll, you'll put, you know, you put like decorations out in the house because what that indicates that you are playing into the game of it, and then sure, kids sure. will come and knock on your house. And it, but like the, the difference between the, the British house and the American house in that instance. Well, so some people go quite all out. Um, really, I've never seen it. Well, yeah, you don't live in a sort of family area, do you? Oh, I grew up in one. <laughs> um, I'm not saying you know, it once upon a time I lived in a British area. <laughs> but it, it, like it's it's That's not been almost a decade now. But yeah, you, you don't tend to get adults going around dressed up. Okay, I just I'm Craig so Cooper cool. books. Okay, I, I want to go and have a look at those. Go to Craig Cooper books dot us. Anyway, let's yeah. go to the written comments. Okay. Callum, I thought we were friends. By the way, Dan. All my books are already in the Lotus Eaters library, so enjoy, mate. Yeah, there we are. Uh, CSCooper.us.com. There we are. Well, you messed that up. Well, I, I'm trying to now because oh, okay. I'm trying to get it out of my brain. It's still in there. Even when he wasn't sending his video comments about his books, I'm still getting Weirdly it. Weirdly mimetic. Hey, Lotus Eaters. Re regarding the Dilbert curse segment, I do feel really bad for the leftists who died, and make no mistake, they are our enemies, and they do want us dead. But we are commanded by God to love our enemy, if you're Christian. Now, part of loving someone is carrying their pain with you. And although I think it's God's will that they do suffer these consequences, we are commanded not to give in to celebration. And I mean, the one fella protected his girlfriend, he died protecting his girlfriend. So no matter how he lived, let it be remembered he died as a man. Yeah, even though he voted for this. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm not. I'm not sympathetic to them. But I think we shouldn't be dancing on the graves because that's what the left do. Did you see what the girlfriend did? Yeah. So for people who don't know, the girlfriend has decided to not talk to the police and then put up a like GoFundMe, in which people have given her fifty grand already because she did not talk to the police. Yes. And it turns out when you go look at her history, she's uh, all cops are b words. Yeah. No, you can't. Leftist. Oh. Yeah. And like I said, it's not that we should be celebrating. But we should just start, just sit there and go, yep, well, you get what you voted for. Imagine dying for her, though, and then she does that. If you could look down from heaven, what did, what did, what did your girlfriend do after you sacrificed your life? Okay, but if, if you're in the weird cult, you'd be like, okay, at least she wasn't reinforcing the systemic racism. Okay, that caused, you go to jail for murdering a man. guy to come and stab me, right? Because they literally, were, look, there was a, like, his friends were like, oh, yeah, he'd say that this guy was a victim of society or something. It's like, oh, I know, but I mean, this is a level of insanity where it's, it's, yeah, it's really, bonkers. really, really hard to have sure. any sympathy. I don't have any sympathy. I, I would, I'm just not laughing at them, right? That, that's, I've got nothing. You've no. got to stand on that fence. Nothing I'm going to say. Anyway, okay. de-urbanize. De 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 that's my only solution. Sam says, firstly, I would like to wish Dan a very happy birthday for tomorrow. Birthday is always a good way to start the weekend, especially if you're not in the office. Uh, and I've also donated 200 pounds in order. Thanks, man. Um, in honor of his birthday. Um, secondly, I have a book club suggestion, which is Gotcha, The Subordination of Free Will by Eldon Taylor. Uh, the following is the third paragraph of Amazon's description. Gotcha exposes the arrival of the Orwellian age in, in full-blown technicolor. 
In laying bare the current uses of the many sophisticated techniques, Elden reveals what it is we need to do in order to avoid following others, uh, allowing others to puppet our thoughts. What was your last original thought? Take back your power, take back your hearts and minds, and learn what it means to be truly free. If, it th if you think it sounds like a potential book club material, I would love to send it to you. What was your last original thought? What was my last original thought? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Uh, <laughs> great. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> That's a great. Uh... No. Probably the one I was telling you. About the, the housing. How do we solve the left? Destroy the cities. Remote work as many people as you can, mm. and then they don't have to live in cities. Mm. Like the whole, because of the factories, we have to move into the cities. Like that needs, that needs reversing. Because mm. that's what killed the West. Interesting, because every thought I have my own original thought. Uh, JC says, <laughs> <laughs> I really like the dynamic between Callum and Carl, Cal and Callum's unruly attitude. Yeah, do as you told, Callum. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Anon says, I'm patiently waiting for all those arrests for those who advocated for damage during BLM. No, it only goes one way. Yeah, that's the point. It only goes one way. And uh, everyone should be aware of that. Uh, Colin's like, are they going to be arresting Chris Packham? No, of course they're not. You know they're not. You know, they, you know they're never going to do that. The real Bigfoot, and you were skeptical, honestly. Um, the use of the legal... <laughs> what? <laughs> what a Bigfoot thing? Look, there's a guy called the real Bigfoot. So, I mean, I'm, I'm going to take that face value. Right. Purple Aki. Is that his name? <laughs> <laughs> That's what someone said. No, no, no. That's that's a that's a, a meme. That's no, no, a that's real big, rapist. That's a real Bigfoot. That's the, in no, Scotland. No. Yeah, B Bigfoot lives in North America. Oh, he's not right. a serial rapist. No, there's no accounts of being raped by a Bigfoot. I've seen it. That was me okay. being purely ignorant then, because someone mentioned something <laughs> last night of a meme, and I didn't know the full thing. So for context, I think you were besmirching Bigfoot, basically. British Bigfoot. Ah. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah, the British Bigfoot. Uh, but Bigfoot says, uh, the use of the legal system against Sorry. political opponents has been so clear and obvious with Trump in America, and now Lawrence Fox here. Uh, this is one of the main reasons trust in institutions such as the police is so low. It's quite terrifying for anyone who can notice basic patterns of these things if you're in the um, Yeah, I mean, Lawrence Fox didn't help himself, like I said, by saying, I'm going to commit some crimes. But then Chris Packham said the same thing. And yeah, the, the law is never equally yeah. distributed unless you're political. Yep. Sorry. Uh, Baron von Warhawk. Soon they'll be printing articles saying why Hitler was a net positive for the environment. I'm going to Google it and just see if I can find it. Uh, the real Bigfoot again. Genghis Khan wasn't so bad. He didn't have a negative opinion, opinion of the ULEZ. I mean, that's true. <laughs> that's true. True. Uh, Roman Observer says next on The Guardian, how Attila the Hun did his best against climate change. Uh, Justin B says the number of police officers and the speed of the response just suggests that this is a clear attempt to intimidate anyone thinking of going against the regime. Yeah, I think um, it's. I think there's a kind of line that connects Lawrence Fox being offensive to women as well it, th to this. I think it's just that they were in his thoughts. You know, he was in their thoughts. Yeah, and they were just like, oh right, oh right. Look, we can use this, and we'll 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 you know go and scare the ass out of him and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, like I think. If he had just gone on Majid Nawaz's podcast and he wasn't involved in the controversy, probably nothing would have happened. No, no, I agree. I agree. Uh, George says, Sadiq sending his janissaries to intimidate Fox is chilling. It's obviously to send a message to the people destroying his tax machines, uh, but I doubt many of those responsible for the heroism watch Fox. They're just normies who can't afford the blood carbon tax. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe, you know, maybe. JJHW says, there is no legal basis for the ULEZ under the Greater London Authority Act of 1999. Every payment made by drivers to the GLA for ULEZ is criminal fraud. Police are co-conspirators in that fraud. Well, someone should make a legal challenge to it then, like an actual legal challenge. Um, 
because that's the only way it's going to get established in law if it isn't legal um you know just going around hacking down the things uh is not going to establish that um whether i agree with it or not (laughs) (laughs) x y and z says carl all i'm asking for all i'm asking for is common sense common sense dog dog control uh who needs anything bigger than a yorkie uh, Carl and Callum, the David Hogg and shaved head chick of the English dog control. You against that comparison? Do do I don't. I don't. Chick? I don't want to be David Hogg. But I don't want to be the shaven head chick either, because she. They're both awful. <laughs> yeah. Um, you want to hear about the uh, the green SS? Yeah, go on. So there's an article here from uh, Canadian Free Press talking about how green Hitler and the Nazis were. were and uh, the headline is, The SS, the greenest faction of National Socialism, was the Green <laughs> Praetorian Guard. <laughs> the greenest faction of National Socialism. Yeah. Important what stuff. Word, what world are we living in? Yeah, they basically just go through to be like, well, you know, they were good for the land. And I was like, <sighs> okay, okay. Hitler wanted to build windmills all over Ukraine to supply its needs of electricity. Well, there we are. You can make a case for anyone these days. Apparently so, especially if you're in Canada. Yeah, Ewan Baker says there was a defender of the American XLs that got ended up mauled by one recently. I imagine that's hardly a unique case, to be honest. Um, Void Tempest says, I just want to use AI art for mood setting in my D&D games, man. Is that really too much to ask for? Actually, no, that's a pretty reasonable request. Very, very reasonable. You know? Like that's that's a good. Do you have a game as well? Yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and to be honest with you, for memes, it's pretty good. Like the Norman Rocker one's really good. And like political memes is a good use for AI art. Uh, shame about political artists. Sorry, I don't respect the French good. Sorry, march of technology. Yeah, I know, man. Like uh, you know, where are all the farriers now? People who shoe horses and stuff like that. Like we're losing our jobs. The car, it's like, that happens. But uh, the chariot makers were like, "You're riding horses. You're losing our jobs." March of progress. <laughs> what they did? It doesn't quite work. You still need a horse for a chariot. Yeah, but the riding of the horse means the chariot itself is obsolete because people used horses before they could ride them. Wait, really? Of course. I thought they could always ride horses. No, because horses used to be a lot smaller than they are now. Right. So, like, what they did? I didn't know that. Because only humans were smaller, so if you go to the past, everyone's a midget. No, humans, but now the horses are smaller. Not, not necessarily. It depends where you were. Like, um, it like grain feed, a grain diet makes humans smaller. But if your diet was mostly sort of meat or you know nuts and berries and stuff, you'd be normal height, right? Huh. So it's it's about a lack of nutrition really that makes humans smaller. Um, but in the in when when horses were first domesticated, they were just they were really small. They were like waist high. You know, they were not very big. So they were used to like pull carts and chariots, but you couldn't ride one because you were just too big and heavy. But they bred bigger and bigger horses. And even in the Middle Ages, the horses they used were not very big. Like you know the giant Shire horses, they're only like two hundred years old. Like they're, they're yeah yeah they're not very old. That you oh. didn't have massive horses back in the day. So it's just interesting. Isn't it? I didn't know any of that. Anyway, Callum deserves a raise for spending all day gathering AI memes off 4chan. Really, that's why he deserves a pay cut. Um, <laughs> Sophie says, there's something funny I noticed about myself, I've got to say. In the past, when looking for men, I, I was looking for an artist or a uni type. Right now, I'm honestly just looking for a handyman. Somebody who works as a farmer or a bricklayer or something. My own wishes have changed in a way I didn't see coming. But the essential point is the same. 
She wants someone who is doing something that yes. she's part of, not someone who is obsessed with her. Exactly. And this is just the essential critique of what you should think of when you stop dating. going for art students and bloody yeah. artists. Well, no, even then, like an artist <laughs> is doing something True. that's not her. You know, it's it's fine. Um, just don't be a simp. It's just literally <laughs> all it takes. Just just actually have a life. Yeah. Be a normal person and women will be attracted to that. Uh, Dragonhawk Red says, non-neurotic women don't want bad boys. It's not, well, I mean, bad boy is very much in quotes here, right? Mm. Uh, it's not rocket science. Self, self-respect and re- respect towards his partner, not simping. That's not asking a lot. Some of us are rational actors, believe it or not. Yeah, and that's totally true. Uh, Sophie again says, trust me, you do not want a man whose whole world is you. Uh, once you are there, that behavior from the man is repellent. It's pathetic and desperate from his side. You're not going to be attracted to it. For the love of God, guys, have a hobby and strong social circle. It makes you much, much more attractive. Totally true. Totally true. Uh, Transportation Wombat, great name, uh, says women test men's self-agency as they want a man who goes for what he wants but will make them feel special enough to be part of what he wants. Totally true. Uh, as Desert Rat says, uh, a bouquet is either a celebration or an apology. One to three flowers are a thinking of you gift that's how i interpret it yeah and like any more than that is a kind of i'm sorry and the number of flowers depends on how sorry you are yeah trust me that's how it works <laughs> there's a discount at the funeral home i brought you this <laughs> <laughs> discount at the funeral home <laughs> robbing funeral homes flowers like i'm cheap <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> kevin says i once got dumped by a girl because for a surprise i took her out one sunday I didn't tell her where we were going, and I took her back to my parents' place for Sunday lunch to celebrate my younger brother's birthday. On the train back, she dumped me because I was too nice. My family sat at the dinner table to eat home-cooked Sunday roast, not a takeaway in front of the TV. My family was too rich because they had a four-bed detached house and wine on the table for dinner. Next time I saw her, she was spread-eagled on a pool table with a pint glass next to her. Okay, well, she sounds like the kind of bullet you've dodged there, Kevin. Um, <laughs> uh, Nicholas says, All the times I'm perceived as being busy at work and can't reply to my missus, Unknown to her, I'm most likely spinning in the spot on my chair. Uh, yeah, I mean, you don't have to be busy. You just have to show the ten. Yes, she has to perceive you. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, Christian says, last year I went to a staff meeting. My employer gave me flowers because of my tenth year in the job. When I got home, my girlfriend saw the flowers and instantly became kind of pissed and said, "What did you do?" Yeah. Okay. This is nothing. Don't give flowers to men. Men do not want flowers under any circumstances. I've seen articles saying, like, men deserve flowers. We're going to start giving. I'm like, what are we going to do with them? Yeah, exactly. Am I going to have a vase? (laughs) What do I want a vase for? (laughs) What? Seriously? Do you guys guys have vases next to your bedside table? No, you have a laptop or something. Well, yeah, but, I mean, I have vases in my house because my wife is there. She to put the flowers in when I've done something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But like, yeah. uh, can you imagine at Christmas giving your son a vase as a gift? Or just n- not even like, can you imagine someone giving you flowers and you'd be like, "This is just <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd literally yeah. freeze and be yeah. like, I'm like, why are you doing? Back? Yeah, what? Well, are these for my mum? What? <laughs> like, what am I doing with these? Right? Everyone like, think you're a courier instead of actually like, yeah, 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 for yeah. You. yeah. <laughs> you, you, but you'd it would just be really weird. Anyway, Rose says, "Where are the nice guys in the friend zone where you left them?" To be honest with you, right? Okay, here's an unpopular opinion, controversial. I actually think the, the guys in the friend zone absolutely deserve to be in the friend zone. Ooh. Call me out. Go on, do it. I dare you. I will debate <laughs> you and destroy you on this. 
right? You get put in the friend zone because you didn't follow this woman's advice on bad boys. And therefore, you deserve to be exactly where you are, right? To, be in, to not be in the friend zone, don't be a simp, don't be a doormat, and just be normal. That's it. I've never been in the friend zone because I'm a dick, right? And easy as that. Just be a little more self-centered. <laughs> just be a prick. Excuse me. But also, if you do get friends, I've never been in the friend zone. Well, if you do get friends, though, just move on then. Exactly. If the girl's not interested in you, then fine. You just okay, fair enough. And just move on. Right? You don't sit there and simp after her for decades, oh, yeah, that's hoping that she'll change her mind. No. You know, if she says no, that's cool. You're not interested. Fair enough. I'll come to you. Yeah, I'll go for a beer or something you know, with the lads. You know, it's like not a big deal. There is no reason to be in the friend zone. <laughs> I've got no sympathy for men in the friend zone either. You did this to yourself. Change, <laughs> right? It's within your power. It's completely within your power to not be in the friend zone. In fact, it requires effort from you to arrive in the friend zone. You know, the constant simping and attention and being available all the time and texting. I'll drive you around. No, 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 no. Um, Derek says, <laughs> in fact, this probably, uh, probably feels, maybe it's mild autism. Yeah, maybe it is mild autism, but I've never been in the friend zone. So, you know, <laughs> no. But Derek says, maybe it's mild autism or having a bad social understanding, but I'm tired of the relationship game, no matter how it's set up. The thing is, this is actually what's, what makes like kind of being a dick all the easier. Just don't, just be yourself and do the things you like. And a woman who finds that interesting will be interested in you and you don't actually have to play the game. You know, you just don't text back and she plays it herself. Uh, Brian says, I'm guessing <laughs> his face throughout the entire <laughs> That's that's such like a min-maxing way of dating. It's like the, the that's best thinking too much about it. No, but it's 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 a great way of putting it, which is just like, you know, the best way to get a girl is don't bother. And she'll turn up. Yeah. Just just be better than everyone else. And it's not even be better, up. just be interested in something that you're doing and yeah. the girl will turn up. That that's True. what I mean. It's totally true. It, it is true. <laughs> it's how I got my wife. <laughs> What are you doing then? I, want to, you... I was hanging out with my mate and she saw me because he, he was, he, I was like 25 or something. And he was uh, living in this like shared accommodation thing. And so I, I turned up in the foyer to go hang out and smoke weed with him. And uh, my wife was living there as well because she'd left home. And she saw me and just like gave me this big smile. I was like, oh, she's cute. And just, I went off to my mate's. Really I bet he's going in there to solve. Yeah, yeah, exactly. World yeah, hunger yeah, exactly. No, you're going to play video games and smoke weed, right? And then she sent a friend down with her, with her number, and then you know, the rest is history, sort of thing, right? So it's just like, literally, I wasn't doing anything. It's just that I was hanging out with a friend and doing something fun. And we look, I look, you know, and, and she obviously just liked the look of me. So I was like, okay, great. Problem solved. You know, it's just that, literally that easy. <laughs> Don't give me that look. Date privilege. I do wonder how it's much technology changed. I'm joking. Though. It's not date privilege. Just I'm go joking. and do fun things. <laughs> Right? Just be interesting, hang out with your mates. You, women will come to you eventually. Just make sure you're doing something. Build something. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Chat's totally like, agree. Um, she said, that guy looks like an Acadian emperor. Probably, yeah. Did you? No, not at the time, but All I right. think we're out of time there, aren't we? So. Yeah, we are, actually. So, um, Just like... a quick quick thing, though. Grant says, FYI, AOL was more popular in America than in other Anglo countries. Right, that explains it. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Even then, she must have been about 12 when she was on this. So Roughly 18. Is what I calculated. Right, okay. Apparently, the decline happened in 2020. Uh, JJHW says, when's the next Cyberpunk Dystopia episode? Hopefully next week. I actually have two prepared. We've just been busy. There we are. If you'd uh, like more from us, website, 
you like more about Carl's dating life, um, write in. It's uh, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> I give that out for free. Anyway. Listen, young men. All I'm saying is I've conquered this. You haven't, so I've got the wisdom. Well, I'll see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's right. Lad's Hour in, a, in like a half, a half an hour? Yeah. Is that, nice. We do a three? Yeah, who? Yeah, because it, it takes a long time. For All right, tw- 29 minutes. We'll be back in a minute. Well, 29 of them. Bye. Thank you.